Welcome to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast, where we share our real-life diary entries from the perspective of two hot wives. If you're keen to peek into our slutty diaries, hot wife exploration, and our sexy global adventures, then listen in. Hosted by me, Ozzy Kate, and my girlfriend, Mrs. Milford, we are just two hot wives living our best lives. Now, get comfy, take off your pants, and slide into our diaries, because have we got a story for you. Hi there and welcome back to the Hot Wife Diaries, episode number 12. This is Aussie Kate and I'm here with my co-host, Mrs. Milford from, I'm guessing, sunny USA. You seem to always be in in just sunny (laughs) USA, to my mind. Like I'm over here freezing and then you're always in this like sunny halter neck, you know, I'm about to go to the gym kind of attire. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we I think we do a pretty good job working with the time delta, although the math just is beyond me. So thank you for always giving me a cheat sheet so I don't have to think about it because then it makes my brain hurt. But it's definitely why I picked uh, Florida. You know, it's the sunshine state here in the US, which I apparently need a lot of vitamin D, wink, wink. So bless that that sunny morning here. Yeah. Interestingly enough, where I come from, Queensland, Australia is actually also called the Sunshine State. So get uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. A little bit of history. But today, speaking of vitamin D, good job leading in because we are going to be talking <laughs> a lot about cocks today. So today's diary entry is a little bit different. I want to talk about cocks, your penis, your balls, your shaft, the size of your head, how it felt the first time a foreign cock slipped into my pussy. And no, I'm not talking mm. about cultural cocks. So we're going to talk about cock. But I was going to make a joke that was French. I was going to say, is it a wee wee? <laughs> I love it. No. That's actually really clever. <laughs> Hadn't thought about that. Well done. Well done. You bing bong. First of all, like some travel updates some date updates. What's What's been going on with, with you? Have you had any good dates lately? Have you had any travel lately? What's been happening? I have had some good dates. Um, I haven't rescheduled my girly date, which is not, I don't want to say frustrating, but I am uh, anxious for that. Like, I feel like it's just something that I've been needing or wanting. So in quarantine schedules has been tough. I'm definitely have been doing some travel, about to do some travel here shortly, which is just one of those wonderful benefits um, of what we do here. You know, we're fortunate enough to know people across the country and yeah, um, I'm actually heading out of the country for this one. I'm going to uh, the Caribbean for a, a wee bit. Nice. Take I'm... a break, do some content down there, but vacation too. So you're escaping the warm sun of Florida to head to the Caribbean <laughs> for the warm sun of the Caribbean. Just, just so we're on the same page whilst I'm still over here cold. Feel sorry for me. I, I really do. I really do. It, I mean, we did have a cold front, so it's it's like 10 degrees cooler than it normally is here. So I'm ready to get warmer. <laughs> Nice. Not rescheduling the girly date yet. I mean, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a Debbie Downer. Yeah. I mean, my stuff has been really slow, but I do have I have something that's like pretty hot off the press, and it was a really pushy single guy. Now I know we talk about single Ooh. men because we play with single men, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes we talk about the pros and the cons, and sometimes we kind of share tidbits about like helpful tips for single men who might want to approach a hot wife. And this is this is a good example of that. So we were in a three way chat. My husband who found the single guy, he'd vetted nice. him, and then he'd put us in a three way chat. Right, pretty kind of standard for us. And then we were kind of talking backwards and forwards. Now the red flag came when the single guy sent a text message. We were making dinner and I kid you not, like 10 minutes later, sent the question mark. Boom. Like just a text with a question mark. It's of aggressive. It is. Yeah. And so my husband's response to that was like, dude, we're not on, we're not like at your beck and call. We're making dinner. Like, 
et cetera, et cetera. And then we've recently had COVID. We're on the couch for like 10 days. We just bought a house. We literally settle on the house tomorrow. We get the keys for the brand new house. We've got like the legal stuff. We've got shipping containers coming in. It's all happening. And this single guy sends a message the other day. So he's already seeming very needy. He sends a message the other day and he's like, I'm going to exit the chat because clearly you're not interested. And this whole time he's known like we were texting through through COVID and stuff. Obviously, we're not going to meet him when we're on the couch. And he's like, obviously, you're not interested. So I'm going to, I'm going to just leave the chat. And that for me was just like a really, really pushy interaction. And it just, I think it goes to show you that like there was no harm, no foul for me. Like as far as I'm concerned, like, this is not my, you know, my job, like to have sex with mm-hmm. you. And it's not it, like this is something I do for fun. And you just literally stripped the fun out of it. And I have now yeah. no desire to meet you. You know, have you had those kind of pushy interactions with, with single guys before? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think in a lot of ways, I look at it as um, a positive. They did me a favor. Uh, we do have very busy lives. This is something we do for fun. I think you and I are, are very similar. Nothing we do or put out for content is for content. We are giving uh, a window into our sex lives. These, this is stuff that we would do in real life. And the fact that we're leveraging it or using it as content is just that window. It's actually very vulnerable in some ways. And if someone's going to be that pushy, if we got all the way to the bedroom, I'd feel super uncomfortable with that and probably have to like nix it in the bud there, which is extra awkward. Um, so yeah. I think he did you a favor. No one needs that kind of pressure or neediness. Yeah. Because that's just the tip of the iceberg. Exactly. That's what I thought. That with the question mark, sending it back, and then and then that, I was like, you know what, This is actually, I think this is good for both of us. We're obviously not mm-hmm. a good fit. And that's not a negative thing. He obviously needs something that I'm not going to be able to give him. Cool. Right. We move on. Yeah. But I also just got back from the UK. I went to a swingers club there and I watched a bunch of people in the orgy room. So that's always interesting. <laughs> a bit of a bit of a pervy <laughs> boyer situation. I love being a boyer. I love being an exhibitionist. It's just great. <laughs> but I am heading to the States. I've got like the next month for April getting settled and then I'm heading to the States. And I'm, I'm excited because I'm there for three weeks and I'm seeing, I'm going to two events, but I'm seeing five different friend groups while I'm there. And it's just like super invigorating me for just like my slutty adventures. So I'm really fucking excited for that. <laughs> amazing i love it so yeah so that's me that's me heading over there so i'm really excited but we have some new reviews i have one we split them up i know you're going to share one for our next diary entry because i can't hog them all i want to because they're fucking delightful (laughs) but i can't hog them all so we're going to share we've got two reviews but i'm going to share one and then the next episode you have to tune in and mrs milford's going to share one but here's the one i'm going to share and this is from kane b96 uh who's based in the u.s actually almost too good to be true five stars some of the best kinkiest and hot stories from two of the most sexiest and adventurous hot wives I've ever heard. You can feel their true passion in every story they tell. Kane B96, thank you. Kisses, kisses. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it nice? I'm blushing a little. It really is. It's so flattering that people enjoy our conversations because it really is just like listening in on, on stuff we would talk about between ourselves. Oh, and true. I just, I just find it so flattering. True, really true. humbling even. Yeah, I know. With that whole that whole single guy question mark thing, I've been like waiting to tell you because it's like it happened this week. <laughs> and I've just been like, you know what? I can't wait to tell Mrs. Milford about what's going on just so I can like... <laughs> See if we just got that camaraderie going. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's, I think it's just a, a hazard of the, the trade, right? Like if you're going to look for single guys to play with, it's just going to be one of those things that happens. So True. I'm sorry for you, but I'm glad he excused himself. Yeah, exactly. Should we talk about cocks? I think so. Let's talk about cocks. Please. It's like one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> The whole episode is going to be about cocks. Now, the reason I was thinking about this topic, cocks, there's just something primal that happens to people's brains. My brain, I know your brain, when we think about Mm -hmm. cocks. And 
Obviously, it happens with pussies too, but that's what today is going to be about. And I'll tell you where this actually came from. I was lying in bed the other night masturbating, using it as a sleeping tool, as you do. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about while I was masturbating, I do, there's a name for it and you might know it, girl, but it's where you like rub your pussy like you slide up and down the shaft on the shaft with your pussy. So not mm-hmm. penetration, but just like sliding up and down. And, and I was masturbating thinking about that. And then I was like, wait a minute, there's just something, there's an energy about cocks sometimes when, you know, I'm bisexual. I, I love I love pussies too, but sometimes mm-hmm. there's that energy going about cocks. And that's why I was like, we need to talk about this. This needs to happen. Yeah, that's an amazing feeling. I know exactly what you're talking about and you're not alone. I've 100% masturbated to that tactile thought. And I don't know, you're right, there is a word for it and I can't think, think of it. But it's like right between your pussy lips, like dragging that wetness yes. like up and down. And but it's a combination of that plus the pressure. They're so excited to penetrate you, but they're not going to do it yet. So it's kind of that that forced body weight pressure. Yeah, but it's naughty not as well. It's oh, so good. It's just yeah, I don't know. I was just I was lying there thinking about it, and I was like, okay, we we have to talk about this. Like this needs to happen now. To kick us off, because I think this is going to be a really good segue into the segment. You love giving head. You have mentioned on this episode, on this podcast, a number of times. You love giving head, like it makes you so wet. Talk to mm-hmm. me a little bit about what it is you think that makes you love giving head. Like, what specifically, when you think about like giving head to somebody, when you think about putting a cock in your mouth, tasting it, rubbing it, feeling it, the pulsation in your mouth, like what what is it? that you love so much about it? Because I want to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, that's a great question. And and just those descriptors that you gave me, literally I'm salivating. I feel like Pavlov's dog. <laughs> and I I have thought a lot about what this oral fixation I have is, it, why it does what it does to me, how it does what it does to me. It is all of the above plus some. There's the uh, mental component, right, that you're giving somebody pleasure. And by nature, I like to do things well. I like, I don't want to call myself an overachiever, but I like to be good at stuff. Um, so I really look forward to showing them that I'm dedicated to giving them a good time. And I never do it the same way uh, with each person. I love reading their body language. So like as I'm feeling around to kind of figure out what it is about their clock that gets them off or turns them on, it's almost compulsive where if I see that I'm doing it right, I get more turned on. If I do something else right, I get even more turned on. And like my whole body and mind is invested in this function. So like if I feel them getting harder in my mouth or have you ever had where um, a guy's turned on and then there's that muscle spasm contraction thing that happens. And like if their cock's not in their mouth, it just kind of dances up a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> like, I love when that happens, like you hit a spot and they're like, oh, yeah, sometimes it actually hits the top of your mouth as well. It's like, boom, boom. Yeah, the back of your throat. Yes, exactly. I love that reaction. Like I, I purr or growl a little bit. I just <laughs> noticed I do that. I purr or growl a little bit. And I'm like, mm, that's perfect. I love it. But I also think it's the heaviness, the the pressure, the, the having something in my mouth, like it's actually also a physical reaction. I noticed um, I started sucking on lollipops, I think like six, eight, nine months ago. And I don't like eat food like that often, but I kind of wanted to see how that tactile function 
would work. And I'll be damned if it didn't start to get me like in a headspace and my body started to physically react. Obviously, you salivate more because you have something in your mouth. But like my pussy started getting wet and I started getting turned on. And I was like, okay, I think I need to go masturbate. Like, I don't I don't need another control or variable. Like, this is something that my body is just fucking hardwired to do, to be turned on by. And I don't even, I can't backdate it. I wanted to see where in my life this started to be a thing. And I, I haven't got there yet. But I am I am completely wired for that function to turn me on. I I, I just absolutely love it. The th- I'll masturbate to the thought of a cock in my mouth. Like how warm it is. How hard it is, um, what it tastes like, that little pre-cum that's a little bitter and salty. Like, I love that. I'm, am I a freak of nature? No, you're not. But I was going to ask, like, when you're thinking about sucking a cock and you're maybe masturbating to that thought, mm-hmm. do you, is it where like the guys like, you know, or, you know, you're, you're a dirty little whore, like be a good girl for me, kind of like suck my cock. Is it that more of that like assertiveness when you're thinking about sucking a cock or does it kind of bounce between like, yeah, you're, you're a dirty little hoarder, little slot, like take my cock, suck my cock. And then sometimes just that, I guess, visualizing the person enjoying you sucking that cock. I'm curious, like, do you bounce between them? The dirty talk like that, I think that only works with certain individuals when we have that established dynamic. But also, like, in my head, like, I don't think, ooh, like, I'm I'm being a dirty girl. I'm like, sometimes I'm thinking, like, wow, this is really fucking slutty. And I like that. Um, but mostly that visual is giving them pleasure and bringing them to the brink and having them orgasm. Because the other side of that is I would call myself a bit of a cum slut, too. There's something about cum that's really, really turns me on. So, like, thinking about bringing somebody to orgasm with that as, an, as a result, like, the like feeling, seeing, tasting. Usually that, if especially if I'm masturbating, will put me over the edge. Balls sucking, ball no balls, ball grabbing, no balls. You said you like to mix it up when you're sucking cock. Oh yeah. I actually love balls. I love balls. Is that weird? No, tell, tell me. <laughs> like, what, I want to know what, you, okay, what do you love about balls? What kind of balls do you love? Because again, like this, you know, there's so many different variations of the types of cock we see. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that soon. But like balls can be hugely, not hugely, <laughs> but I'm tuck. They can be so different one guy to the next. And yeah. some guys really enjoy them being played with. And some guys like a little bit firmer than others. And I mean, both from a sucking on the balls and a hand clenching on the balls perspective I was playing with a guy and he was he liked more pressure than I think I was used to and it Mm -hmm. it freaked me out a little bit he's like no no like more and I was like really okay and then he's like no no you can do more than that I was like fuck really like what (laughs) you know and it got to the point where I was like I don't think I want to do anymore like I that's kind of getting past the point of what you know you might be good with it but I'm it's kind of getting into the realm of maybe distracting me and pulling a little bit away from my pleasure with sucking your cock so tell me about balls for you Oh, gosh, I love most of them. Like as far as the shapes and sizes go, I haven't really ran into any aesthetically that I didn't like. As outside of not being groomed, I feel like I like them groomed. Um, shaved is great because then I can get all up in there, you know, if they're nice and smooth and I can like, I almost like nuzzling them. <laughs> Let me if they're into that. Like, I don't know. They just feel and look so good. It's, it's such a weird sensation. I can't believe I said I like nuzzling balls out loud. 
the sucking them, licking them, like cupping them is something I like to do when I give a blowjob. There's two things I do with the other hand. I use one kind of as a blowjob assistant, right? It's following your mouth just to give them some extra uh, friction there. And I'll either hold the base of the cock with my other hand or like cup or rest my hand on the balls and either like do some like light tickling motions or just like general cupping that isn't pressure, but like that relief because you're kind of lifting the balls up, which... I read from, I don't know, in a magazine probably years ago that just lifting them up, that sensation of having them like cupped a little like is really pleasurable for men. And I haven't had any complaints. I've never had somebody ask me to like grab smack or like stress their balls before. And I I don't know that I could do that. That sounds a little aggressive for me. And I, I, I'm with you. I, I would probably very be very, very distracted for my own pleasure and what I'm doing. I have two things to say. As I was sitting here, I was I, I felt I need to talk to you about this. When when guys are just like lying there naked on the bed, but the balls start actually moving and you can see the skin <gasps> moving around like yes. fucking what? I remember the first time I saw that and I was like, <laughs> what is going on down there? Like it's mm-hmm. it's mesmerizing. <laughs> Sometimes I just lie there and it watch is. my husband's balls and I'm just like, they're they're just doing their own thing down there. They're moving around, the skin's moving around. I'm like that we don't have that equivalent on our body at all what's going on no no we don't i can't do that with my boobs i can't do that with my labia like that's not happening it is kind of fascinating that they're just they're mindlessly doing whatever they're doing and then their balls just kind of do their own thing you're 100 percent right like they readjust themselves and dance around a little i met someone or i know someone who does i call it the ball dancing trick that can independently make each nut go up and down, like kind of like juggling, like one's up and then it goes down and the other one goes up and then it goes down. That person needs to go and work for puppetry of the penis because it sounds like they've got, you know, an opportunity for a job there. Dude, that's a hidden talent. Like I, I should be like, so uh, you should come to my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I mean, grooming, of course, like for me, grooming is a big part of this. And uh, no, this podcast is not sponsored by Manscaped. But hey, if you do want to sponsor us, let us know. Hey, 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 hit us up. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) But slick. I like it. Thank you. It is it is really important to my pleasure as well. Like when we talk about Mm -hmm. grooming, it is for my pleasure. I want you to be groomed because that's going to give me like the most enjoyable experience that I possibly can. And like you said, like if you're going to be sucking on balls, if you're going to be nuzzling the balls, you. <laughs> you know, like that that in, that increases your pleasure as well. So it's kind of like a win win for me. So yeah, totally grooming. And I don't know. Let's let's talk about the different types of cocks that we've seen in the wild. <laughs> in the wild, I feel you have to do like the Steve Irwin impression now. You that's like you I can't. The door I mean, open. you you know how horrible I am in accents. The other day I was talking and my husband was like, "You're Australian." He was like, "What was that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it was Irish." He's like. It it sounded not like it. You sound like a hobo from like Manhattan who's also come by way of Scotland, Australia, Jamaica, and Spain. You know, your accents are just not good. So, no, I won't be doing that. Dude, that's savage. <laughs> Straight savage. All right. So, cocks in the wild. Cocks in the wild. I'm not going to do accent. Yeah. You mean cocks in the wild? No, I got, see, I've got nothing. <laughs> the length is the first. I mean, length is going to be one of the things that. Like I think guys tend to think about it can be something that's like fetishized. So mm-hmm. thinking about like the lengths and different kinds of like cocks you've had in the wild, mm-hmm. like tell me about the variety. From my point of view, I'll start with what I noticed first. 
like when I see a cock in the wild, because I've been to like nude places and stuff. So I've I've seen a multitude of penises in my life. And I, <laughs> especially if you're naked, I'm totally looking. And I'm not doing it like in a necessarily perverted way, but it's just like an assessment, I guess. Um, I, I think we've really seen all shapes, sizes, and colors. And I think one of the first things I noticed in this is I honestly don't have a preference. But just because the shape is so much different is um, whether they're circumcised or uncircumcised, because the foreskin obviously covers the, you know, air quotes tip of the penis. And that's probably something I notice right away, right? Whether they're circumcised or uncircumcised. Mm. And I don't know why I denote it. I just do. But if they're not circumcised, I have this utter fascination about what it looks like when you pull the foreskin back. Like, (laughs) I almost feel like it's like a girl in a G-string. Like, you can see pretty much everything. Um, Maybe the bathing suit's wet and you can see the outline of her pussy lips. But you don't know exactly what it looks like. So it's kind of like itching at your brain a little bit to kind of just wonder what it looks like if, you know, when the foreskin is pulled back. Um, But I mean, I've seen everything from what would be classified medically as a microphallus to, oh dear God, what do you feed that thing? Because it's literally drinking from the water and you're standing up. We've we've obviously had a few conversations now with, you know, you and taking on these massive cocks. And this is, again, I'm concerned for your safety (laughs) because it keeps building and building. And I'm a little bit worried where the, the end game is for this. But with circumcision especially when you were when you were first starting to like you know play and you know start to see cocks in the wild were they mm-hmm. circumcised or uncircumcised like what was the prevalence for you when you first started like playing with cocks circumcised was is definitely even today, I feel is still more prolific or more common. Um, I'm, I see more uncircumcised now because um, I mean we, we can backdate this, you know, 15, 15 years or so. So some some has changed, and usually as uncircumcised, it was you know someone um, who was typically not from the U.S. You know, somebody from Europe or or another country, um, which I thought was fascinating because I, I didn't realize how much circumcision permeated the culture. That's actually one of one of the reasons why I'm asking because. Yeah. In the US, like I know the prevalence is high in comparison to growing up in Australia, in comparison to me now in Europe. And I remember talking to a mm-hmm. girlfriend in the US, like, I don't know, I want to say three years ago about um, when they were traveling over to Europe. And she said to me, like, I'm so excited because I'm going to get to probably play with a guy who's still got his foreskin. And I looked at her and I was like, girl, what? And she's like, yeah, I've <laughs> never played with a guy with a foreskin. And, you know, Australia, right? I think Australia is like 30%. So for me, like growing up, mm. the first guy I was with had a foreskin and I didn't see a circumcised cock until like maybe five cocks or six cocks in. And I remember it wow. so when she was telling me this, I was like, what are you talking about? You haven't like played with a guy with a foreskin before. And it was just such a funny conversation between like two girlfriends where in my head, you know, we don't have that kind of, you know, circumcision prevalence down in Australia. So it was like mm. more normal, I think, to see guys with foreskins than without. And then, you know, the flip side of that in the States is that you have the reverse of it. And so I always find it really intriguing when people don't see mm-hmm. the foreskin or the circumcision. And then they're all of a sudden like getting exposed to it, especially being a hot wife because we see so many cocks. And mm-hmm. it's just always really fascinating to me. And the fact that she was really excited to play with a guy who had a foreskin, I was like, this is, she's like, she was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, it's quite normal, babe. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'll be brutally honest. The first time I saw an uncircumcised penis was in nursing school. And like, I was like, what? 
Well, yeah, no, I knew it, like, empirically. I knew the data existed, and it was just, like, it catches you off guard if that's not something you're accustomed to. Every guy I had ever been with up until that point, circumcised. So, I'm with you. Yeah, it's really interesting. Now, we spoke about grooming. Of course, you know, I I think it's kind of, by and large, and you and I agree, we really like the more kind of trimmed, groomed look. Mm -hmm. Girth is an interesting one. People talk about length. Mm. They talk about girth. I have a funny story from years ago. This is kind of a diary story, actually. I was, um, I had a one night stand with this guy, and his cock was just too girthy. It was, oh shit, to this day, the girthiest cock I have ever seen. Wait, and tried to how, play like, with. How, like, how wide? And we can, if if you do it in centimeters, we'll all just go to our phones and convert it. Like, how wide do you think it was? Like, either circumference or we. So I had con- condoms on me. And I was at first trying to take the lead on this. This was, I was having like this one night stand. I want to say I was maybe like 18 years old. So quite young. And I was all like, I can put the condom on you sexy. Like I was trying to be all, you know, goddess like mm-hmm. and yeah. minxy and like, I know what I'm doing. I couldn't get the condom on his cock, the one that <gasps> I had, which was like a normal sized condom. And okay. you know, those, those, those like condoms stretch, man. And he was like, oh, yeah. look, um, let me go and get one of my condoms. Finally got the condom on and honestly we were like foreplay for a really long time he went down on me he was fingering me and going down on me again licking my pussy like there was a there was elements of foreplay there and then we tried to have sex and we couldn't like we just physically could not have sex and i remember leaving leaving this like attempted one night stand and just being like is my pussy like broken wrong like is something wrong with my pussy and then i just realized no this guy just had like a monstrously girthy uh, was it like a coke can like i have to have a visual (laughs) um let me try to find something while we're talking about it that would like represent you know what i have this rubber ducky on my desk right now it was probably (laughs) it was probably like one and a half rubber ducky bases like this No, every anyone who's listening to this that goes to like a store and passes a rubber ducky, be like, I'm three quarters of a ducky. Like <laughs> that's my measurement system. I also measure furniture by the size of my computer screen as well. So you know, if you ask my husband, I'm like, yeah, it's like two and a half computer screens wide. It's fine. Um, so I would say, yeah, like a, a half, one and a half rubber duckies, uh, girthy. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't fuck his cock. I couldn't. I had to like. Oh my gosh. I, I left his house at like two in the morning defeated, like, well, I guess that I'm a fail at this. But yeah, talk to me about your girthy cocks. I, I bet he did too. Jeez. Um, I actually, I love, I love a little girth. And I've been really fortunate, I think. The vast majority, yeah, like, I think, actually, I'm a, tr- like, I don't know, like, maybe that's on the Pied Piper of Girthy Cox. Um, it's something I've always enjoyed. I I will have to admit that I haven't found one that I can't fit in there. And I think my, my previous story when I talked about Big Geo, which, by the way, I've gotten some love for and some hilarious responses um, <laughs> after people have watched the video. Like, I've gotten, are you okay? Yes, I am fine. I <laughs> I am alive and well, <laughs> doing totally fine. And yes, I am back to normal. I can take normal average dick just like I could before. It bounces back. It's built for, you know, a multitude of things. I promise you it has not changed aesthetically, internally or externally because of it. So um, but by far, definitely the girthiest cock. I, I think after the second 
the the first time we played, I, I definitely needed a rest day. It's amazing what the body can do and how it can conform and adapt in those ways, especially if you're turned on. But I, I do enjoy a little girth. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things, I don't care how long you are, how thick you are. If you don't know how to use it and you're not into my pleasure, it's not going to be fun. It doesn't really matter what the shape of your I dick know. is. Breach. Per se. There's so much focus on it. And Every single time I'm like, if you know how to have a good time in the bedroom, I'm sure you know how to use your equipment. But like, if you know how to Mm -hmm. have a good time, like that's what matters to me. Interestingly, with the girth, though, one of my husband's favorite things, if we have a threesome, is to watch me stretch. So he loves watching a cock slide out of my pussy and watch my labia grab onto that cock and like just watching the fold and just make, you know, just that when it's when when the guy's like actually coming out like that stretch for my husband is a really big turn on for him that is like one of his things he will actually go and watch that happening because he just loves to see my pussy stretch so that's a little fun little tidbit i think yes super hot i agree i would watch it too i think there's there's probably quite a few guys that are listening that can relate to that like yeah that would be super hot and i learned recently and i don't know if i shared this with you yet that that's called grip that they the action not only of the stretch so they're watching the, the cock go in and out of your pussy. But they're also watching to see, because there's like that pull action, especially when they're girthy, that the insides of the inner lips kind mm-hmm. of like, you can see like little flashes of pink there as it pulls out. Yeah. And that is called grip. That's called grip. One P or two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one P. Grip. Grip. <laughs> My pussy grip. Grip. <laughs> I am like, you know, world-class pussy gripping champion. My name's Ozzy Kate. Nice to meet you. (laughs) I want to do a cock rating in a little bit because I want to share something, but just really, really quickly, I just want to touch on, before we get onto that, I want to touch on my first foreign cock. So my first time ever Mm -hmm. having a threesome with another guy. And the interesting thing about this cock, so he was was about my age. And so my partner and I, we have an age, a slight age gap. This guy was, was kind of my age, but he was a construction worker, like uber tanned, uber fit, drove a nice car, really well put together, really well mannered. Like the date just went amazingly. Like this guy could probably write the book on how to be a single guy and be with hot wives. Nice. The first time that I played with another person, I remember this person's cock vividly now because of the fact that it was the first time I was sleeping and having sex with anybody else whilst my husband was in the room. Like mm-hmm. I remember how how far open the curtains were in the room. Like that was how, you know, this, wow. this shit is like banked. It's ingrained. I remember it to this day. I remember the shape of the guy's cock. I remember the first time that he slid into my pussy. And I remember like looking up at my husband to see his reaction and him just being like awestruck about me just taking this other guy's cock. And this guy's cock, I would say, is up there as probably to this day, highly rated one of my favorite cocks. And it had nothing to do yeah. with the length, with the girth, with whatever. It was totally the experience that we went that we had. This guy had a very similar cock to my partner's, which was lovely. I like that. But it was just I remember the I remember the exact time when the tip of his cock pushed up against my labia and just my desire to you know when you get that like again, it's like an animalistic like just push that cock into <laughs> me. It's like your pussy that it's almost like something inside of your pussy is about to like I don't know, alien, like reach out and like latch onto the cock and then like pull that cock into your pussy like that is the level and I remember feeling that and then the pressure when his cock pushed into my pussy and yeah again like I just like looked up to my husband and I yeah I still remember it to this day plus he was 
he sustained an erection, you know, he did all the good things. And uh, yeah, so that was my like, I don't want to dwell on it, but that was my like little first foreign That's cock. awesome. I love that it leaves like a tactile like impression, like still to date, like it was your first one and still one of your favorites. Like one, you had a great experience. And two, it sounds like you still masturbate to it, which is fucking awesome. Kudos to a you. A lot of our play sessions are like masturbatory fodder. I like using mm-hmm. fantasies in my masturbation as well. And I swear to God, I could probably design some of the like naughtiest porn slash like most elaborate sex toys and sex machines because I make (laughs) a lot of shit up. I'm like, well, if there was a suspended, you know, like suspended some ropes from the ceiling, but it needs to have like a bouncy spring. And then it's almost like a, you know how you get those like forced masturbation, forced orgasm type stuff. I was like, well, if there's that and I'm, I'm there and I'm like, my legs are spread and I'm on a spring thing. And then the guy's on the ground and he's got a hard cock. And then like my partner is like pushing me down onto this other guy's cock on this like spring thing. You know, I, I make stuff up when I'm masturbating. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I go into this like, here this is a totally realistic thing that may very well happen (laughs) i just think you like the naughtiness of it like we're not supposed to do this but we're doing it. yeah but we're gonna do it yeah (laughs) i love it let's uh talk about cock ratings because cock Mm -hmm. ratings is you know just again like talking about cocks talking about how many we see we obviously have people that like sending us cock photos cock videos and Mm -hmm. having us talk about their cock like it's pretty common and i think guys just like you know they they like people kind of referring back and understanding I I think a little bit more about people's interest in their cock like that you know it's just a nice thing like it's that complimentary yes your cock is a pretty cock and yes I would fuck your cock so I want to I want to read you I want to read you a cock rating hey I love it (laughs) I love I love doing cock rating so this is fun well, yeah. Okay. So maybe what we can do, maybe I will read, because I've got it written down in front of me. I will read maybe like two paragraphs and then I want you to ad lib and throw something in there and then I'll finish it off. Do you want to play that game? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. I get a photo of the cock. And this is another thing too. Sometimes when I get photos of cocks, like I ask for multiple photos. I don't know what you're like, but I'm like, I need a couple of photos and send me some good photos as well. Like include the balls. You know what I mean? Like that's my my thing. So normally I go back and I'm like, can you send a better photo? of the cock so I can do it properly but here we go this is the sort of cock that makes me happy I offer ratings yours is a thing of beauty it's like the perfect balance between length and girth a really nice little curve to it too which I'm sure will hit me in all the right places I'm getting a little horny just thinking about it I normally get people sending me a lot of meh cocks, but this is a diamond in the rough. I like your shaved balls. I'm getting wet thinking about sliding my mouth from your shaft down to your balls and then putting them in my mouth with the little amount of firm sucking. Mm, I like that. I'm going to assume they're circumcised just because that's what I'm used to. I really enjoy the ridge of the head and how it flares out. That feels amazing as I slide it into my mouth and out of my mouth and into my pussy. (laughs) I'm actually getting turned on. I'm I'm trying really hard not to break character now. (laughs) Because now we're talking about sucking cock and my my pussy's like, oh yeah? Oh yeah? Is that what we're doing? I love how the veins on the underside of your cock flare out and are engorged. And I feel like you're ribbed for my pleasure. Mm. I don't normally give out 10 out of 10 ratings because nobody is perfect, baby. But you're pretty damn close. I'd have to give you an 8 out of 10. You lose a few marks for not giving me more photos of your balls. There we go. Cock ratings. 
I love it. I had to like hold my breath and take a quick drink to get like bring me back to center. When you do cock ratings or when you're thinking about doing cock ratings, like how how long do you because I know you you love looking at cocks, like we've spoken about it before. If we're going to like <laughs> if we're going to like a nude beach, I know you're looking at those cocks. Like I've seen I've physically seen you do that. You've watched me. I've yeah. watched you do that. So like when you get a cock that somebody has, you know, one of your subscribers has maybe sent you, um, you know, like for cock tribute, even uh, how long do you look at the cock? Oh, I'm I'm very detail oriented. So, like, um, especially if they send me more than two pictures, like I inspect them and I actually use them, especially in my video cock ratings. I'll be recording, but I also have a device where I can look at each picture and describe each one of them and what I liked about it or what I noticed in each one because i don't know like i am again so detail oriented and there's so many elements that make it what it is it's not just cock like you mentioned the grooming and their balls whether they're circumcised how hard they are the angles they've taken the pictures from um sometimes they'll give me like a partial body shot too and it's hard not to comment on like the entire package and that's kind of what i enjoy about it is commenting and discussing all of the elements and i think something if I could tell like my fans that that want to like buy a cock rating or something is I need at least two pictures. If if you're comfortable, two pictures is the minimum that that for me to do that. If you can't do that, that's fine. It's probably not worth it then because it's not enough data for me. But like if you want to send me five or seven, like that's perfect. Like I love that. There's you don't have to, you know, think like only two and and the rest is too much. That's not true. You know what ones I really enjoy is part of part of those those that photo gallery is the side profile standing up hard cock because again I like to yeah. see does it curve up a little bit is it standing to attention curving that way is it curving left yes. is it curving right like that to me you know I love those side profile and again mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing the last one I was sent actually so like that side profile and he was so hard and his balls were perfect they were shaved like everything was good going on down there and he had like just that ever so slight curve upwards and I was like dude your cock is amazing. Like, I don't know. Right? That's <laughs> feel, like the G-spot rubber right I'm, there when yeah. it curves up like that. Yeah. I was like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is our episode all about cocks. So thank you for sharing everything, what you feel about cocks, Mrs. Milford. And I don't know, if you're out there listening, I hope that you guys got something out of us talking about cocks and, you know, a little bit of fun there, teasing with the, the cock rating as well. But coming up next, you're going to share a story from your diary about an unexpected afternoon delight with a friend. So I'm excited. Me too. I cannot wait to tell you this. I've been sitting on it for a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming up next. Otherwise, this has been episode number 12 for the Hot Wife Diaries. I'm Aussie Kate and I'm joined by Mrs. Milford and we'll see you guys on our next diary entry. It's the end of today's diary entry, but don't worry, we will be back very soon with even more Hot Wife Diary entries and antics in two weeks. In the meantime, if you miss us, why not leave us a podcast review or check out our website for even more juicy fun from us. You can find me at aussiekate.com and my girlfriend at mrsmilford.com. If you're feeling especially frisky, check out the show notes. We've dropped them all in there for you. Until next entry, shh.